Well, hey everyone, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. We are so glad you're listening today. This is the place where, uh, well, we deal with real life. We deal with the messy, we deal with tough questions, and we just try to figure out how do we uh, follow Jesus in this messy world we live in. So we're so glad you're tuning in. And uh, if you're a brand new to the podcast, it is great having you tuning in for the very first time. We hope that you... Uh, are encouraged by uh, spending some time with us today and if you're a, a return listener man we just love that you're coming back week after week it's great having you here as well tuning in every week and uh, as always we love to hear your questions you can always send us a question uh, that and we love dealing with questions uh, your questions on this podcast So uh, my name is Dale Satram, and I am your host. I'm here with my co-host, Katie Jones. Hey, guys. Katie, uh, how are you doing? We are, Katie, listen, we're, we're 10 days before Christmas. This podcast is coming out 10 days before Christmas. Woo! Countdown. Countdown. That is... Uh, you feeling the pressure? Are you uh, feeling the stress at all? No, because my <laughs> wife does all the uh, the buying, okay? Okay, I need to have Lisa on here, because I because then she could relate, because yeah. I feel it too. Yeah, okay. I feel I, the pressure. Well, I'm sure. I think, I think uh, we did last week... I don't know if we shared it. I can't remember because we were sharing some data that the, the ladies feel more stressed than the men yes, do. Yes, yep. I think that's, uh, you know, they, they carry the weight of uh, a lot of the family planning. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a dude out there and you do the family planning, that's cool. I'm just saying Shout that out. it's, it's yep. a, a lot of ladies are carrying that weight. So, you know, yeah. I'm not like looking at the list of what my wife's buying for grandkids. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just I just see it on Christmas when they open it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah, go and they go thanks right, papa yeah, yeah you got you, yep, you're welcome yeah. i got this <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right yes yeah yeah so it's coming down i mean people are probably stressing out over their uh, amazon order showing up on time right that's a big one it is a big one yeah oh hey how about this it's getting so crazy at amazon uh because they show up at my house a lot <laughs> uh, yesterday a guy showed up at my house and his own car it, well, no, but, but I had them come with their own car. You have them come with your own car. Uh, well, <laughs> this crazy. guy showed up in a rented U-Haul. <gasps> yes. And yes, so I, yeah. I joked around. I said, well, they're renting U-Hauls now. Mm-hmm. I'll be darned. Wow. So anyway. Well, yeah. So even they're stressed out. Yeah. Oh, oh, that has to be one of the most stressful jobs out there during this time. And yeah. my dad, retired postman, oh. and I remember him dreading the holiday season because it is so much. It's so much. So much. Yep. Yeah. No kidding. So pray for your postal workers, yes. your Amazon drivers, and all that because and be yeah, kind. they're UPS. Yeah, they're they're under the gun. Well. Well, that leads into what we're talking about. Absolutely. You might have heard a new voice just a second ago. (laughs) We got a special guest. We do have a special guest. We brought in the professionals today, the big guns. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because we started talking about holiday stress last week. And uh, this week we wanted to make up a part two. And I think it's good that we're spending a couple weeks on this whole holiday stress issue. Because it's a big topic. We all feel it to different degrees. But for some people out there listening, some of you, it's crushing. It's overwhelming. And it certainly can be. And so we wanted to, to just take two weeks talking about this. We started the conversation last week. So if you didn't get last week's episode, we encourage you to go back and uh, listen to that. 
But today we brought in a special guest, and her name is Kim Davidson. So, Kim, thanks for coming in and spending time with us. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited. Good. Well, we're excited to have you here. A little, uh, little bit about Kim. Uh, Kim is on staff here at Foothills. She is the director of our Hope Counseling Ministry a Center here. And uh, Kim's been involved in the ministry for years. She has been working with uh, ladies for years. She has written numerous books. I mean, she's like famous, okay? And so <laughs> we, we are excited to have her here. And uh, just maybe share a, a little bit more from a, from a, a professional perspective. Uh, because you know, she's dealing with uh, talking to people about holiday stress and, and other issues. And so we just figured it would be great to get her perspective. Some professional help on here. Lord knows <laughs> we need it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So, uh, um, you know, I don't know if we want to just dive on in for some of these questions. We, we asked Kim some uh, questions in advance a little bit here to to talk about. So I don't know, Kate, yeah. you, want, you want to lead us in some of these questions? Yeah, absolutely. So Kim, um, something I think this might help other people out there not feel alone, because um, sometimes you can think to yourself, am I the only one that feels this amount of pressure? So what are some major struggles you have heard from um, people having during the holidays? Well, that's a great question. And I would say, I mean, there's so many, but I would say the most prominent ones really that I'm seeing this year is financial pressure mm. due to the strain of inflation. I mean, so many people are in debt. You can't buy as much. And so that leads to the anxiety of missed expectations. Um, another one is because of either death, divorce, a breakup, maybe an empty nest, a wayward child. We feel grief and depression. I mean, those expectations and dreams that we're always going to be together as a family over the holidays, it's not going to happen. And so that's very sad for a lot of people. Hmm. And right now, I mean, look at our culture. There's so much negativity and hate hmm. that people have short tempers. This bleeds into the family. Um, so, for example, we can get anxiety over Uncle Ned getting overly passionate about politics and making the family angry, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. So, so, Kim, what I'm hearing, I'm hearing... Well, I don't want to cut you off because you might have more. So I'm hearing finances. I'm hearing loss. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing um, <laughs> difficult family members. I mean, come on. So some of you out there listening going, yes, yes, yes. Right. You know, just a whole financial one. You know, I read an article here a, a, a few weeks ago or a few months ago, and they just talked about how um, just groceries, just groceries, okay, that, and that's everything else has gone up, but groceries have gone up. 20% in the past year. That That is a, just that alone is a staggering figure. So, yeah. you know, I mean, you might be just stressed out trying to figure out how you're going to feed everybody at your house. I mean, it's right. just terrible. Exactly. Terrible. Exactly. All right. I didn't mean to cut you off. So though, I heard those three. Is there any more? Sure. I mean, sure. Just <laughs> <laughs> no shortage of stress topics. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, when we mentioned family chaos and dysfunction in general, right? You know, you have the dad that shows up drunk, the sister-in-law who we just can't stand, the verbally abusive grandpa. I mean, you get the point on that, right? And then there are people that are just, you know, they're lonely. And so the holidays just yeah. amplify that and really can lead to depression and grief. And so this is a relatively new one. Um, there is actually a new term called travel meltdown. 
And so for people that are traveling, what Travel Meltdown is, is when people's travel plans get destroyed, basically, as the airlines cancel, you know, um, flights across the nation. And so people ha are having a lot of anxiety and fear about traveling. Travel Meltdown. Okay, oh, I want to no. pump the brakes on this one. Yeah. Just a second. Okay, because it's new and I'm over here smiling. Katie's smiling at me. I like to travel. So, so those of you that don't know, Lisa and I travel often. And, and uh, as much as we can and we love going out of the country and yeah. and so um we have noticed how travel has not recovered so if you if you travel out there especially you're going to airlines and tsa and, and all this kind of stuff it is absolutely ridiculous how different travel is post COVID. it's crazy mm -hmm. so oh, i get this mm -hmm. i totally get this now of course you know we, we haven't had like meltdowns but it is ridiculous <laughs> you you book a flight and I think in the last couple of years, that flight, some aspects of that flight has changed before we actually fly. It is, it is how many times they contact us, oh, mm -hmm. your flight's been changed, yep. oh, your flight's been canceled, or this mm -hmm. part of your flight's been canceled, do you have to find another flight? I mean, it is, it, that hardly ever happened pre-COVID. It's constant now. You mm -hmm. almost have to build that into your you itinerary. Do. You do. Yeah. You it's do. Actually, as you're talking, I have a flight to Pennsylvania um, December 6th to go see my sister, and they've already changed it, changed the times yeah. already multiple yeah. times. I got multiple emails. So I'm like, oh, great. I was going to get there in the morning. Now I'm not going to get there till afternoon. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you just have you have to what Dale just said, almost just plan on it mentally. Yep. Be like, well, it's out of my control. There's mm -hmm. not, you know. It sounds like you and I need therapy on this. One. I know, yeah, yeah. Today. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> you will Give get me there some, eventually. Yeah. Just remember, you'll get there eventually. Give us some breathing techniques. Yeah. With the loss of of any any semblance mm -hmm. of control when it comes to travel, you yeah. really have to get in that headspace when you show up. I mean, you just got to get in that headspace, going well. I know what the plan is. I hope it works. And if it doesn't, we're just gonna roll. We're just gonna roll with it. And, mm -hmm. and it's hard because you know once that one flight gets changed, it's a ripple effect moving forward. Yes. So it, it is. It's hard. Yeah. So I, I get that one. All mm -hmm. right. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Kim's over here smiling like, yeah, okay, buddy, we'll talk yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I got a good story to tell you. Oh. Okay. Wow. But I would say those are the most predominant ones, unless you guys, you know, have any others that you can think of. No. Yeah, well, we talked about some last week and, right. you know, uh, looked at, you know, what some of the surveys are out there. And, uh, you know, I think some of these are, they're, they're common, but, but just because they're common, I think they, they affect us deeply. They mm -hmm. really do. They do. And and can really I think just magnify this whole this this whole feeling that uh, you know come on holidays there's just something about holidays that I think internally we want to be happy. Holidays should make us happy, right? And and then you have that ridiculous song that talks about it's the hap, hap, happiest time of the year. I mean, okay, I don't. I turn that it's song off. It's actually most wonderful. Time it's of the, the year. most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. Okay, there we go. We're singing now. And for most people, it's not. It, it's yeah. it's stressful. And I think it just it then it just it almost makes you feel guilty. Like what's wrong with me? Well, nothing's wrong with you. All right. But uh, anyway, very so, common. Oh, it's very common. So. Well, let's talk about how, how do we support people? What do we do, huh? Can we move on to, what, what, what yeah. do you think, Katie? What are 
some set like support and strategy for let's just specifically talk to people struggling and then later I would love to hear um, tips on obviously how we maybe on the outside looking at somebody that's struggling can also help that but for somebody that's struggling with those things what are some tips you have um, some strategy to alleviate some of that stress during this time so somebody's listening and they're going okay I'm not weird I'm normal but I'm really stressed out yeah what, what can I do about it well, I think self-care is really important. Um, one of the things that we can really do is, and it's really simple, is deep breathing. Um, when you feel that anxiety level rise, do some of those deep belly breathing breaths, um, exercises. It really it does something to the brain and it brings that stress level down. Mm. Um, it's you know, therapists. It, it's their go-to. <laughs> mm, okay. It's their go-to. Isn't it has a lot to do with our whole fight flight mechanism, Kim? Yes. Isn't that really right. what the breathing does? Right. I, I think it that calm. Yeah, it calms the brain down. Right. I think when we when we're stressed out, you know, our, um, you know, we have these chemicals in us. We have adrenaline. We have cortisol. We have some of these these. Uh, they're stress hormones, and they can just put us in a constant state of fight flight mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I, I think that's really what you're referring to right. how do you get out of that where you you know your 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 uh, you know your body's filled with 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 stress hormones and the you know that sounds overly simplistic but you know what she's saying is really true I mean the, the whole breathing thing mm -hmm. uh, I mean I do that all the time yeah. people sometimes have caught me doing that and they go you know pd how come you're, you're sighing i'm not really sighing i'm breathing, breathing. Mm -hmm. you know i take a big breath i let it out slow so it sounds like a big sigh mm -hmm. you know but it's actually mm -hmm. that's what it is that's good for awesome. you oh, yeah good for you. <laughs> yeah. A little daniel for those parents with young kids you know the daniel tiger song when you feel so mad that you want to roar take a deep breath and count to four and my <laughs> middle child when i'm starting to get frustrated will be like just take a deep breath and count to four. <laughs> i've and never heard that song it's so sweet but it actually does remind i'll be like thank you kinley mommy needed that yeah. Yeah. so like we'll count to four together and so it does you're That's absolutely so right sweet. it does do yeah. something some days you're gonna say mommy yeah. needs to count past four right now i need to maybe go to ten yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no that, uh. that's great advice so I know it's hard to to have a one size fits all because everybody's stress is so different. Um, what do you have to say about that person that's like, oh my gosh, um, every time I go to this family function, I leave feeling worse because maybe they do have, um, let's just say some pretty toxic family members that kind of take over that holiday. Is there something to be said for, it's all right to make new traditions. It's all right to break off from things. Um, or is that a little bit, Everybody's situation is different, obviously, but I've known people that have had to rebrand their own holidays with their own family because for that very reason. So what do you have to say about, let's talk specifically if you're somebody that is struggling with toxic family members, what's your best advice for people going through that, Kim? Well, I think you need to, first of all, if you're gonna be going into that family, um, know who your allies are. Um, not with the intention to start a war. But <laughs> <laughs> but Thanks for clarifying, Kim. Yeah, That's I important. I mean, we all want to know, you know, that, that there's others in the family who think like us, feel like us, right? Um, and again, that's one of those things to know that you've got a friend. <laughs> you've yeah. got another friend in the family. But it's, I think it's important also to come in with some strong boundaries. 
You know, that means, you know, you need to make it clear the behaviors that you're going to accept and the behaviors that you're not going to accept. And I know this sounds simplistic, but try to avoid strong emotional reactions mm. because we know that's like a chain, right? Mm -hmm. um, like do dominoes. Yeah. So try to avoid that. Again, that's where the deep breathing comes in really well. Mm -hmm. You know, take a step back. <clears throat> um, sometimes we have to take a break, whether that means leaving the room, going outside, or maybe leaving altogether. And like you said, Katie, next year, you know, let's go and start our own family tradition, you know, yeah. enjoy something new. If it's just, if it's too out of control, if, you know, there's anger, if there's just, you know, like you were talking about that fight, flight's response right. is just, <clears throat> um, da, 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 then maybe it's time to rethink your plans. You know, sometimes, Kim, too, I think you go into these environments and sometimes you just, you just really have to be mentally and emotionally prepared for them, okay? Um, because sometimes there's just always that relative or person in the group and they're button pushers. They just, yes. they, they, yep. they intentionally do it. And it's almost like you just have to go in without setting yourself up. Okay, this year they're not going to do it. It's like, no, no, no. You, you just gotta go in and embrace reality and know that that person or these people are going to be there. They're gonna intentionally try to get a reaction out of you because mm -hmm. You all know who that person is, all right? <laughs> and, and so you can't think they're going to change. You got to go in there, and I'm not going to let them push that button. I'm not going to go to that conversation. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to, and that's tough. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just that's tough. You're, well, they want you to react. Oh, they do. I so mean, that, that's the power they react, have over you. Yeah. Right. It's um, it's a way to you know, <laughs> squish that button. Yeah. You're. I know that I'm going. I'm sorry, Kim. I'm going off of the questions a little bit, but this just brought up something that I think is a very common. I hear this so much. Um, there is a lot of in-law issues around the holidays. Um, so what advice do you have for maybe couples mm. where um, one of the in-laws maybe is less than friendly to the spouse's partner? Or, you know, how can partners have each other's back during the holidays and at least have that unlocked? Do you have any advice for, for that? Pray. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of times you just don't have control over that. You don't have control over people. We only have no. control over our own behaviors. So like you were talking about, just going in, knowing that they're going to push your buttons yeah. and they're going to try to get you to react and just making a plan to not get overreactive. But I mean, I, I mean, I'm pray. <laughs> I mean, talk to God, spend some time with God before you go pray for those people. Um, I mean, we know the power that he has. He has that power to actually, I mean, how many people have we talked to that said they prayed before going into a situation like that? And it was so much more calmer than what they anticipated because they yeah. prayed about it. Right. And sometimes, you know, I think about that and, you know, the, the reality is, was the circumstances actually calmer? It might have been. Mm -hmm. Or was I just in such a different mental, emotional, spiritual headspace mm -hmm. that my whole perception was it was calmer? You know, yeah. so sometimes it's both. But I, yeah. I, I think that that's just, you know, what the power of our relationship with, with God going into those situations and again, not to say that and just drop a Christian cliche, okay, because we don't want to make, make prayer sound like a cliche, because there's been times, I'm sure some of you have prayed going into a situation and it still blew up. Right. And, and, right. and that happens too. Right. So it's don't feel guilty because, oh, you know, I didn't pray right or I didn't, you know, 
No, don't, don't go down that road, you know, because we don't have any control over mm -hmm. people. I, I think that you talked, you made a comment earlier, Kim, you said something about have a plan. So I, mean, I think couples, um, and maybe you can talk just you know, briefly about this. The more you talk about things in advance together, mm -hmm. I mean, you got to kind of go on with some united front, united right. plan. Um, you know, there are times Lisa and I, when we're in situations uh, like that, we're just very aware of each other. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes we have little codes. Mm -hmm. We have little nonverbal codes mm -hmm. with each other um, uh, where I need help, I need to be rescued. Um, it's time to go. Right. I mean, all that, no. no, you do. That's, you just kind of build oh, those yeah, in. Absolutely. Nobody else knows that. I know what that look means. Okay, I'm going right, to get yeah. a little closer to my wife, or she's going to get a little closer to me. Yeah, you know, just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know? So. And that's know. exactly what I would advise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. no that's, that's really good advice. Thanks it is. for taking that detour with me. So, um, <laughs> the second one, and then I know we got to wrap this up soon because Kim is a busy lady. So, um, what about this one? I, I feel so strongly about this one is what about people experiencing loss mm -hmm. through the holidays and, Ugh. and how can people that are looking on the outside, what are some things that we can do to support and not add to the wound? Cause all hol I mean, losing someone is horrible enough and it's not normal. It's not. It, it's it's grief you know we can't just it, there's tending that needs to happen it's not a problem that needs to be fixed so how do we on the outside help um people and friends that are close to us that are suffering with a loss and any advice you have for people that are suffering through a loss in the holidays well i mean my advice is what i would say all year round you yeah. know it's no different during the holidays sure. um I think it's important to reach out to those people. You know, be there for the person, contact them, ask them to get together. Because so many people are afraid to contact someone that's grieving um, because it's like, I don't know what to say. Mm. And so you'd be surprised at how alone they feel. Mm. And don't have any fear about, well, I don't know what I'm going to say to them. Just ask them hey you want to go out for a cup of coffee you know just tell me tell me your story tell me tell me about your loved one who died um, just encourage them to express their feelings another thing you can do this time of year is get them a gift um, or really you know a really special card and write something really heartfelt and significant mm -hmm. there is something about a handwritten note that really goes a long mm -hmm. way versus you know sending a text or an mm -hmm. email but mm. just letting them know that you're there for them you know they may say well come up with some excuses but just you know keep reaching out mm -hmm. you know kim you, you brought up the the point and i've heard this too you know people they they get uncomfortable uh talking to people in grief or they're experiencing loss and they do say you know what, what you said earlier i don't know what to say mm -hmm. And isn't it, in your experience, Kim, don't you think that the person who is experiencing the grief and the loss, and, and they're hurting, but don't you think that they just want to be treated normal too? Don't yes. They, don't, they yes. Miss, don't they miss being yes. treated normal? Isn't that part of the loss too? Sure. Just treat me like a person. Just exactly. treat me, ask me normal questions. Yeah. Um, ask me to do normal things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're it, going shopping, ask me to go shopping with you. Yeah. So it's not like you don't have to lean in and ask deep questions about their grief. Mm -hmm. Just be a friend. Go be mm -hmm. normal. Go, sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. Go be you. 
Right. Yeah. Right. So. Right. And they'll open up um, if you feel like, you know, take a cue that maybe they do want to talk about how they feel and about their loved one and then just be a listening ear for them and let them, you know, mm-hmm. help process. What about the, the, the people listening to this and they are the ones that are struggling with the loss. It's them. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's, it's they're feeling isolated. They're not looking forward to the holidays because they've had tremendous loss this year or years past and it just makes them feel more empty more alone how would you what would you say to them i would tell them and i know it's hard for them try to reach out to one safe person because studies show that connecting with just one real friend decreases depression symptoms significantly So we're wired for that, aren't we? We're wired right, for connection. Right, right. There's no shame in admitting that you're struggling. People are out there who want to help. They want to do good. They want to serve. They want to love on you. This, like you said, it's the way God wired us. Yeah. Um, if you're grieving a loved one who's deceased, consider starting a new holiday tradition to honor them and ask someone to help you with that. Uh, maybe some other family members or, or a good friend. But I think they also need to remember in the times that they are by themselves that they're not alone. Um, God has promised never to leave them, never stop loving them. He will be their rock. And we need to remind them of, you know, his power and his strength. And Amen. But yeah. you know what? The, the fascinating thing is, is that, again, we are designed to connect with God deeply Mm-hmm. and one another right so it, that that design is both you know it's we need both i mean it's it's there's just that package deal and um once again you know the the, the real this is a real life podcast some of you out there might i am praying i am praying you know and, and sometimes i feel god's presence and then sometimes i feel so alone well nothing's wrong with you again it's it's keep praying but you know sometimes isn't god enough well, the answer is yes and no, because he's enough because he wants you to connect with him. But the answer is also no, because he desires you to connect with others. So it's both, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so I love that your advice is to, yeah, keep leaning into your relationship with God. But you got to go find somebody else. And mm-hmm. I think the, the tendency when we're dealing with hard stuff is that we want to isolate. Yep. So yep. we just all have this tendency. I don't know what it is. When we're hurting, we withdraw from people. Mm-hmm. Why is that, Kim? Why do we? Why do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> well, we don't have to be vulnerable, right? I suppose. Yeah, but and when we're hurting, it you know, I mean, we're all have this kind of a self-centered nature. Woe is me nature too, right? Sometimes we just want to stay at home and just kind of- Lick our wounds? Yeah, lick our wounds, (laughs) right? It's just, it's kind of easier that way. Um, And so many people, they don't have the energy. You know, it's like, they don't feel like getting cleaned up, taking a shower. It's like, they just are so tired they can't imagine having a conversation with somebody. I could be totally wrong on this, but what came to my mind when you said, why are we like that? I kind of feel like we almost have a culture of, uh, we really like to push past grief. 
We really yes. like yes. to, um, if you're not feeling great, if you're not happy, there's something wrong. It's a problem we need to fix. And it can probably feel exhausting to somebody that's experienced loss to have to explain mm-hmm. to their aunt that this, you know, I just lost my spouse. It's not the same as you losing your dog or like, you right. know, like, yeah. we, uh, and you know, people try to, they, I think their heart is to connect and try to make someone feel better by yeah. having something to relate. Sure. But sometimes it ca- can cause more damage. Um, I could be, I could be wrong on no, all this. Right. I just, right. that's, I, those are the things that came to my mind when I was like, I why would I want to isolate? And it's probably because other people would exhaust me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we're, we're yeah. uncomfortable. I think, I think we're uncomfortable with pain and loss, mm-hmm. grief. Um, I, I just think we're, we're uncomfortable with it. And so we don't want to deal with it. We don't want to reach out. We, you know, people don't know how to sometimes to engage with us and we don't know how to engage with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's both ways. Yeah. You know, exactly. the, the person who wants to help, well, they say they don't know what to say. But sometimes when you're in the midst of your own junk, you don't know what to say either. Yeah. I mean, well, both and, ways. Yeah, and then you have people that have said the wrong thing to oh, them. Oh, boy. And yeah. it's like, I'm just <laughs> not going to go there. I'm mm-hmm. going to protect myself. And so I'll isolate because you know people are are mean or, or inconsiderate yeah well sometimes it's, uh, some people are they have a they struggle uh, slipping into the shoes of someone else uh, mm-hmm. i think sometimes i'm not so sure empathy is a uh, very developed quality in our right. culture and and so that's that's kind of hard and in the and in the church you know those we've talked about it before in other yeah. podcasts the cliches well it happened for a reason they're in a better place right. which might <laughs> all be true right however it's, it's not what you want to hear no. they're trying to no. make no. they're trying to take away your pain but you can't mm-hmm. and and so we're uncomfortable with pain we're uncomfortable with loss and and so sometimes you know don't say things to try to alleviate it just let them know it's okay to feel that let them know it's okay to hurt. It's okay to be lonely. Yes. yes. Over the years, you know how many Christians have told me things. Oh, it's ridiculous. Well, Pastor, you shouldn't feel that way. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, you for that. I, I mean, yeah. I'll share something. I'll be transparent on a Sunday morning, uh, and I and I try to be transparent on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning because I, I I want I want pain and difficulty and you know we're all we're all in process. So I want that to be normal. It's all, it's normal with me too, but how often people will come up out after a service and they'll they'll try to alleviate the pain. I mean, I know it comes from a good spot, but but it's like they just don't want their pastor feeling bad. <laughs> and, and, and bless their hearts, okay? Right. Go, well, Pastor Dale, you know, you shouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're cute, okay? But <laughs> I still love you. Yeah. But sometimes it is okay for us to feel yeah. negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you got to walk through those. You can't just shut them off. You know that's true because otherwise they just get shoved down and they come out right. sideways in so, really bad right. ways. Right. So that, that that's really quick too. Just, what does that do to us? So if we're not going to process our grief and our stress and our loss this holiday season, and we're just going to shove it down inside, what will that do to us? Will that would, make us better? No, it will. Oh, yeah. It will kill us. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's that's going to take us to even darker places. Right. And not just emotionally, but physically, too. I mean, yeah. it really affects the body. Yeah. And and our relationship with God. So yes. Spiritually oh, as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, where else we want to go with this? That was, I think Kim has to go. She's got she's got uh, stuff she's to do. She's got stuff to do. And so unless there is any extra advice you have for us. 
Kim. I would just say enjoy yourself as best you can this season. Just keep looking up and remember in this season of expectation, <laughs> perfection is not necessary. Oh, there you go. <laughs> just do your very best and let God do the rest. All right. <laughs> awesome. Kim, thank you so much for taking the time. We know you're so busy. So yes. thank you for coming and joining us on Real Life Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please help us with this movement. Um, share the show. Subscribe to Real Life Podcast um, so you don't miss an episode. And those five-star ratings are really helping us get the word out. So thank you for doing that. And if you haven't, that's going to be added to your Christmas to-do list. That'll, that will be your present time. Please do it. Please do it. <laughs> all right. You all have a great uh, week. Well, Talk to you next week.